Welcome to Supi Art Radio. We are here on the last day of the Pama Yacht Show. We have had a beautiful sunny week, thank God. And I have the pleasure today of talking to Sarah Duncan, who is the director and founder of Crew and Concierge. Lovely to, ca- to catch up with you today, Sarah. It's been great. It's been a good few days and finally nice to meet you. You too. So... Sarah, before we, we started, you told me that actually Mallorca was, was home for you for a long time. It was, 16 years I was here on the island and um, I've been home back in the UK now for six years. Yeah. And so, so, are your origins in yachting? Yes, I started out as a stewardess, um, finished as a sous chef, um, was fortunate enough to have my daughter but obviously meant that I could no longer go back to sea. Um, and racked my brains for a few months, played mum for a few months, and then jumped straight into the business. I did actually go back onto a boat and cooked part-time. Um, so in the mornings I'd cook for crew, and then in the afternoons I'd drive the business as much as I could. And eventually gave up the cooking job, and the business has gone from strength to strength. We're going into our 13th year. Wow. So I feel very lucky. I'm thinking also lucky girl. She's got a mum who can really cook too. (laughs) She's a foodie. So um, before that, I mean, did you, did you, were you in the UK and you kind of had sailed when you were a kid? I was very young. I had a lot of friends um, that became uh, yachties when I was very, very young. Um, I was around 16, 17. I had friends that left my hometown and uh, went to work on yachts and they're all now successful business owners in Antibes and Fort Lauderdale and when I was 20 I decided that I would give it a go and here we are I did uh, 15 years on boats and started from junior stew junior stew worked my way through Um, I used back then I I traveled a lot so I'd work to save money and then travel Um, boats didn't go as far afield as they do now so sadly, I missed out on some really, really good trips. I'm quite envious of the crew now, what they get to do. Um, and when did you learn how to cook? Was that just along on the, the way? Hop as you went? Yeah, my family are all very, very good at cooking. Um, and then worked on some great boats with some great chefs, and thought, you know, I'd like to be part of that. And just developed a bit more. Um, I think when it was time to really go and train and do some, you know develop that side of me I became pregnant so and there's nothing like pregnancy to divert (laughs) your plans as we all know absolutely (laughs) so and then I didn't want to go back to the UK I became a single mum quite quickly um, and I didn't want to go back to the UK so it was a case of setting up the business and and staying and on Lyland. So you set it, set it up when you were first in Mallorca? Yeah, we stayed. Well, I'd been here for many years. And then when I had her, I wanted to have her here and raise her here. So that's what we did. I set it up. Um, we traveled when she was much younger. We traveled backwards and forwards to the Caribbean, just growing the business. We did some time in New Zealand. We did some time in South Africa. We did some time in the States. And then eventually we needed to be here full time because of schooling. Um, and we did that for a while. And then I woke up one day literally and thought, I want to go home. So I went home and it's been... Um, very successful. It was a big risk to leave the island, but we've we've got many connections here, and we come back a lot. 
And we kept the office here for a really long time until eventually we decided that it was better just to keep us all self-contained in one area, which is where, you know, where we are now. We're in we're in Bath and, you know, it's business is going well. And, we, you know, we're fortunate to be able to come out to do things like Palmer Yacht Show. This is our third year. We're very, very happy with it. And we love it. Um, we do spend a lot of time in Monaco. We spend a lot of time in Antibes. We go to the flibs. We do all the shows. Um, and we're developing lots of relationships in Holland, so which is fantastic. So, And so the core business is couring all, all around the globe. You're we, not restricted no, to the med. You're very much focused not. on the and global uh, footprint. You know, we're based in Bath and there's no sign of the sea. <laughs> but we are just focused on looking after crew, finding and looking after our clients. We've had clients with us now for 13 years. And we've built strong relationships and continue to build strong relationships with crew. A lot of people have been with us many years. Um, we're replacing them over the years. Um, they come back to us time and time again. We're just a small operation, very bespoke. Um, and yeah, I'm very proud of the business. We rebranded three years ago, which is, you know, we wanted certain things out of the rebrand. We wanted to develop and spend more time with new builds, shipyards. Um, we wanted to go more into the motor yacht sector because we were very much a sailing agency. Okay. Um, and I would say we've achieved all those things. So I feel very, very fortunate. And we know that our brand will take us through the next 10 years. Um, we've actually got some really, really exciting times ahead. We're developing a new system, a new database. Um, we'll be launching that over the next six weeks. We're just in the final stages of it. We've got some new exciting things that we're going to do with that that gives um, captains access to the site. Um, yeah, it's good. And the crew is everyone from uh, green Stewardesses, crew, absolutely. Green deckhand crew. coming in, all the way up to captain positions. Absolutely. We were very lucky this year. We had four captain's positions in January on 45-metre-plus boats, which is quite unheard of. Not many agencies do get those captain's roles. We've talked to a number of captains, um, particularly over the past couple of months, and there really seem there seems that there's a lot more captains at the moment than there are there positions, are, unfortunately. Are. And it is um, it is a big issue. Um, when we run those four jobs in January, we were bombarded. Um, so, but the fact that we have those jobs is exciting. It's a really big project for me to get those jobs in, and I think it's a good challenge. Um, because a lot of those jobs come through brokers, management companies, word of mouth, um, friends of friends. So it's good to get those jobs in. But yeah, we we seem to have stood the test of time over a lot of Facebook pop-up agencies and smaller agents. But we seem to have stood the test of time and have stuck to our word. And really, actually, only getting better. I have a great team that work with me, um, and I, you know, they're you know they're such a huge part of the business now and you mentioned your relationship with um, shipyards and and new builds how does crewing come in there so we're trying you know we're trying to get more and more contacts with those yards so that we can meet the captains and just try and build a relationship with them it takes time but we had um, three new builds last year that we filled 
Um, so the, and it's the really boat nice is ready, working. they need yeah. the full crew. With the boat, they normally need a certain amount of crew before, so they need officers, they need engineers, definitely in the early stages. Mm-hmm. They need um, a captain. And then, yeah, of course. I mean, the captain's probably already there with, you yeah. know, relationships with previ- their previous owner. Relationships have been built for a long time. So we try and come in and a team together and that's very very exciting when you get to fill lots of positions and you can pull personalities together so we're doing a lot more of that and spending time in Holland and various shipyards Germany and really just enjoy that side of it as well but it doesn't distract us from the fact that we still love looking after 70 footers 50 footers you know uh, dealing with the owner putting couples on their boats we've been doing this for years so we've still got our clients from many many moons ago but we're just still moving forward as well because that's certainly one of the things that we've seen is is the importance of not just finding the right person for one position but finding the right person to fit in with everybody else and it because it's quite a unique you know industry in the way that it's not just a small office that everyone can walk off and no, come everybody's home. there. You're on board, you're on season. So getting those personalities to fit as well. Absolutely. And, you know, not always when we have new clients come in, not everybody wants to give up information. Obviously, with most of these things, everything is quite highly confidential. And, you know, the owner has its right to the privacy. But over the years, if we can still work with the same people, we can learn about the key positions on there we can learn about the key personalities the officers the chief stews the purses and we can build a relationship with them that eventually when they bring us jobs we're able to ask and know more information know about the owner know about the owner's food what they like what they don't like know Mm -hmm. about their guests you know and just build more I guess just relationships in terms of finding out about the crew so that we can find people to fit in but it's not always easy when we get a new client. Everything's kind of quite cloak and dagger. They want to keep the information, and I understand that. But it takes us time to build those relationships. But I found that once we've got them, we seem to keep them. So and um, I feel confident. very fortunate because the industry is very saturated with recruitment agents, very saturated. But and a lot of eager crew. You know, Absolutely. particularly this There's time of the year, whether crew. you're on Teab or There'll here. There'll always be crew and you know if you've got the jobs you'll find the crew but it's finding the clients and looking after them and building the relationships that's the most most important thing because i think if we've got the if we've got the clients if we've got the jobs we can find we can find the crew very much so and some of the other topics that have come up is the possibly the the bigger challenges with the younger crew coming in to uh, referring back to our generation um, they're looking at slightly different things they, they get their qualifications quicker they don't necessarily have the experience and I, I'm going to use quotation marks but worth work ethic can be it is different tough. for this younger generation in ways have you found that or well I think I you just see it in every industry I don't think that that's just specifically for us but yes there is an issue with that um again it's saturated with crew um 
and you know there's times when we find someone and I'm it never ceases to amaze me to think why did you think you would be actually suited to this industry but then there's also times we meet absolute gems that would be amazing for the industry. But I think that is just the world over. I mean, obviously, I run an office back in the UK. We have had staff turnovers. We do need to employ staff. So we also recruit for ourselves. And it's one of the hardest things. Mm. Finding the right person to Because fit everybody the team has different expectations. And yes, there is a generational thing, but that is something that we're stuck with. The saddest thing for me with yachting is the amount of um, women that come to the industry that don't cook, that are not domesticated. And I know that's a very sexist comment, maybe, but I, we, we have clients that need females that can cook. And over the years, you know, I've tried to find good little gems that come to the industry that want to be a stewardess but actually love cooking and we've developed some great girls and we've just really really pushed them forward and I think there's quite a few of them out there that would vouch for that we really just you know pushed their confidence and said you can do this for me I'd like to see lots more women coming into the industry that are you know really you know natural domestic goddesses we need that that's what this industry is about but we also have some amazing young male chefs that never ever ever um, fail to impress me with their food so I think they're superb. And I think also one of the third things I've heard is um, the experience you can bring with you whether it is You've got to bring something in, in with sport you. or in cooking or in um, hairdressing, uh, beauty yoga. therapy you've got to bring something else to the table you know because it's if very not, competitive. Yeah, it's very competitive. Yeah. If not, you won't last and you'll be back on a plane and you'll go home. And, you know, you've got to bring something good to the table. And But, you know, like anything, we're surrounded by social media. People get jobs on boats. They think the grass is greener. They jump, they boat hop. Um, you've just got to water your own grass, find a good job, be with good people, and try and stick it out. And it's not going to be easy. You know, my lot you know we all go to work I mean fortunately we leave each other in the evenings we're not all together but you know there's difficult times in life you just got to fight through them and for young crew coming in either what do you what do you either things you look for in particular like experience like we mentioned or there it's got to be bit personality of advice you would give them I just to think just you know it's it is a personality thing and you've got to want to do this um, particularly for the interior, the girls. You know, it's hard work. It's hard work for all of the crew. It's very physical. Being working at sea is very physical. Working maybe with not so nice owners or working with a difficult crew member. It is what it is. But just see it for the good things and see it for what it brought you here for. You know, attracted you, what attracted you to the industry, and just you know, you've got the opportunity to earn some really, really good money. Mm-hmm. And you don't in the real world <laughs> if I'm allowed to say that you know it's it's, it's tough to earn money, money like that and, and most of us then have to pay our rent exactly and our food, our rent and, and, our food. Bills and it's expensive and to live the cost of living is really high it doesn't matter where you are in the world it's really expensive so you've got an opportunity use it you know but also look after each other um, we've seen too many terrible things over the last few years um, look after yourselves. It's very easy to 
really cut loose in yachting, too much drinking, too much of everything. Just look after your hearts, look after yourself, keep yourselves fit and healthy and just be a family and, and take care of yourselves together. Um, and help develop, I think as well, developing those personal relationships. Absolutely, those support because some of those you. relationships will be with you for the rest of your life. I mean, I'm in my mid-40s and, you know, I see people here that I've been seeing since I was 20 and I... I've met some really amazing friends in this industry and you do become a family and it's quite different to any normal job. But it's a great industry. We're very, very lucky. We all live in a very healthy industry at the moment, you know, touch wood. Things are going Growing. from strength to strength. The, bo the builds are coming out there. Owners are building new boats, you know, owners are buying boats. You know, we're very fortunate. There's enough business to go around everyone else. Yeah. Um, and it's nice when we can work together. Absolutely, you know. absolutely. And we've started to collaborate with other agencies now, which is great, you know. We're, you know, it's an awesome place to be in. As I, as I learned recently, I, I believe there's 150 crew sites on Facebook alone. Please don't tell me. I, just, I, I have to admit, I thought there was maybe 30 or we'll 40. Be for, we'll be here for hours with me very angry talking about Facebook crew recruitment. Oh, well, and there's there's so much of it because, you know, any, I'd lived in Antibes for a number of years. I now, I'm now in Palma. You know, come March, April, you see all these green crew coming down in. It's expensive to get your training. It's it expensive to, it's a to big live investment. somewhere where you dock walking. Um, it's it's really tough to, you know, break your way in and, and get your first job and get that experience. Absolutely, and it's a big investment. And never forget, even if you do make it, never forget those that are coming into the industry, the new ones. They need some, you know, coaching along the Mentoring way. and they help. They do, yeah. yeah. And it's difficult to dot walk. Um, and put yourself out there. You it know, is, you have to tough. have a confidence well, to rock up. Absolutely. The say. hardest part about this is dot walking and managing um, disappointment but you know just keep going you know there is enough you know there's enough jobs to go around but you need to come with something good to the table and you need to not demand it you need to earn it but mm. I think that's life that's true can I just mention as well we do have our secrets of a stewardess book um, that we have actually just revamped um, a couple of months ago it is on iTunes it is available and it's great for all the new girls or interior crew that are coming into the and industry anyone can anyone go to can iTunes it online and buy it and it's just a really really good training manual um, the tips that you don't necessarily absolutely. get during your it's training everything from serving looking you know taking care of caviar to storing cigars to wines flowers all lots of tips and all it comes from things you need all my knowledge from being a stew and working on boats for 15 years so. and and globally um you're recruiting from asia pacific to florida absolutely back all over. here to the med absolutely all over it doesn't matter where it is it doesn't matter and we Do also look after household staff if anybody for we villas often, yeah for villas uh, we have some private estates we have some palaces so that yeah we have lots of stuff like that as well so there's often jobs that come short onshore jobs that come in at the moment we're also looking for brokers um, so yeah, it's yeah, we do get asked for lots of things. Globally, do you find there's differences in in trying to recruit for an Australian superyacht owner versus an Italian versus Not an American? Necessarily, or it's more an individual. I think it's just a thing. personality thing, and I think everybody um, 
you know, wants to just find that person that will mould and gel with everybody else. And any part that you see, I mean, we've certainly seen a, a rise and a lot more happening in Asia Pacific. Is that reflected in your crewing requirements as well or actually it, I think there's it's been always huge, busy anyway? <laughs> I think there's been a huge change in the amounts of boats that do go um, to the South Pacific. Um, many boats for years seem to dangle a carrot to all the crew about going and didn't quite make it. But actually now it's really nice to see that boats are over there. Um, I mean, what an opportunity. I know. I, this is what I feel what every time I talk to someone from Tahiti or I know, and Western Australia. And you just think, wow, and all the diving, just an amazing and it's, part of the lucky. world. You know, it really is. And also things like, you know, we've got clients going to Scotland. I mean, as a newbie crew member, you might think, oh, my God, I've come all the way to the industry to go on a boat that's going to Scotland. For me, I couldn't think of anything nice. It would be amazing. Or to Norway, to the fjords, to the Baltic. I couldn't think of anything nicer. And there's also the extra opportunities that have opened up in the past 10 years of people wanting the exploration. Oh, that's going to go, know, that's where, just going to get better. Um, you know, with all the toys and tenders and uh, that's one side of it but then you've got this, you know, let's go to the Arctic and, Amazing. you know. I mean, we've got um, clients going to Antarctica and it's just... Wow. I'm very jealous. Uh, I know. I often say, could I bring my little one? <laughs> Strap her on. Yeah. Well, she's nearly <laughs> as tall as me, so... Oh, okay, a little bit but more difficult But she's a great now. cook, so... She yes. learned from her mum, though. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a really good skill for life. This yes, is, it is. You know, even Absolutely. if you don't end up chefing, but... <laughs> I kind of think we all eat. And we, we all, all enjoy to food. eat. And it's, it's such a big those, social thing. Yeah. And if you can make a good meal, A, you're always going to enjoy eating well. But entertaining and B, you your get friends. To, exactly. When you, you know, when you leave yachting and you have families and you don't always go out because of the kids and you can have friends over and you can eat and drink together. It's yeah. pretty nice. Yeah, I agree. It's a great skill. And, and I appreciate it. Now my... My eldest is cooking again. Perfect. And it's great because I've got somebody <laughs> else cooking. Yeah. Fantastic. And a very creative skill. So We need creative people. Indeed. Creative and confident yeah, in themselves absolutely. as well. Absolutely. You know. But there's some great crew out there. There certainly are. So, so um, thank you so much, Sarah, no, today. Thank you. Thanks um, for your time. If people want to get in touch. Uh, they can go to the website, www.crewandconcierge.com. Um, We've got all our contact details on there. They can get us on social media. We're actually leaving the island tomorrow. We can't wait. We're all ready to go <laughs> home to our beds. We're all exhausted, sure. lost our voices, sore and throats. Can they ring up and then they send you in their Absolutely. CV? They register online with us. And then as soon as they've done full registration, which shouldn't take too long. In fact, that's actually just going to get better with us when our new system is launched. But they can just register online as soon as they've done that. Contact the specific department, whether it's interior, uh, galley, deck, engineering. And uh, we'll do a face-to-face -face on Skype. Um, if you're driving through the UK and they go through Bath, we can meet them. You know, we're in Holland. We'll be in Antibes in the next next month. So we'll be around. So. Okay. And well, when they're but sending it's important in that we meet people and it's important that we have, have the face-to-face -face in yes, some shape or form. The nicest thing is we can sit on Skype, we can sit there for two hours. For whatever it takes, we'll sit there. So please do contact us for that interview. You know, we do interview heavily all the time. It's important. We've been back-to-back -back interviewing on stand this week. 
Because it's um, really getting to know the person well. Absolutely. And they get to know you, they get to know your face. But that's, you know, we build the relationship. It's a start. And when they're sending in their CV, is, is there a couple things you would kind of point out of, you Attention know, make to sure... detail with your CV, make sure it's simple to read. We always say two pages, a clear photo. Um, we do have a template on our site, um, but just to make sure it's very clear, spelling mistakes, because captains will pick up on that. And get something catchy at the top, because when a captain's reading... A variety of CVs, it can get a little monotonous. Mm-hmm. So it's important that they a little bit like uh, the more American way of making a personal statement per- that you've start put out with a who you statement. are. Statement, yeah, and trying to get as much as that in, but without the waffle. <laughs> <laughs> so keep it short and to the point. Absolutely. Okay, lovely. Thank well, you thank you so much. much. It was a pleasure today. Enjoy the rest of the time. We will. It's a May Day here, it Bank is. Holiday. So we have um, ours on Monday. It's a, it's a nice way to finish the show, and, and we all enjoyed the music last night. It was a nice Fab. last evening. So Good. Safe journeys back. Thank, Thank you, Sarah. Thank this you was so much. Sarah Duncan from Crew and Concierge, based in Bath, and you can find them online. And good luck to all of you crew out there.